All right. How are you guys doing? What's up? This is the Balanced Grind Podcast. I am your host, your main squeeze, Ryan Adams. And look, so this week, this episode is titled Balancing Self-Awareness. So at the time that I recorded it, it was almost Christmas time. I was in like full-blown reflection mood, mood, mode, whatever. Um, and I was just thinking about the year 2021. And let me tell you that bad boy was a beast of a year for me. So I took, you know, the year goes by so fast and it doesn't, it doesn't seem like it when you're in it, but then when you look up and you're like, holy cow, like it's already December. So a lot happened for me in the year 2021. So I took my board exams, which was traumatic. But shout out to Jesus for pulling me girl all the way through. Took boards. We started rotations. My faith walk, my journey with God is so much deeper. January 2021, Ryan and God's relationship was like, eh, all right, decent. Now we are we are tight. We are very, very tight. Um so that happened 2021 the podcast that you're currently listening to definitely got started in 2021 my faith blog shameless plug for myself www.ryanslane r-y-a-n-e with an s ryanslane.com it's my faith blog you guys should check it out that got started this year i went into therapy really hard this year and just a lot just a lot I went through I feel like I went through a lot of healing I had to like fight I literally felt like I was in like a boxing ring with loneliness this year thank goodness I'm on the other side of that so it's just a lot like I have low-key been through a lot this year so I was just in reflection mode and thinking of some things that you know that I could do better for the next year but I think like one of the first things of you know, trying to do better is like analyze, like what do I need to do better at? I.e., what am I still sucking at? <laughs> like what still needs improvement? And I think one of the biggest things that therapy did for me was self-awareness. It gave me a, like an intense self-awareness. And so now I'm like, okay, I have like tangible things that I can work on. And that I can try to continue to make breakthrough through and things that I could always improve at, get more understanding of, et cetera, et cetera. And so that's really what this podcast episode is. It's just me literally talking through, Loki, I'm talking to myself, but technically it's to you guys because it's on the podcast. <laughs> but it's just me talking myself through these different things that I want to continue to improve on and to do better into the next year. And I think I think it's good. I, by the time this airs, it'll be so past like January 1st of the new year. But I'm hoping that by the time this episode airs, that I'll be able to reflect and be like, OK, this is what we talked about in this podcast. Like, was I able to hold myself accountable? Like, did I am I currently working on the things that I said I wanted to continue to work on? And it can kind of challenge me and hold, hold my own self accountable for with my own words, like. So I'm excited to see and hopeful. <laughs> um, <laughs> yo, self-work is a lot. Self-work is a lot because it's such intentionality that has to come along with it. It's 
you have to be intentional and you have to be consistent really in order to see good results and it's really a shame when you aren't able to do so because really the main person you're hurting is yourself however it's so much easier said than done because life is so hectic and so busy but it's important it's important so i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and hopefully you guys can you know on your own think of some things that you can do better on or you can be more self-aware about in your actions or how you're showing up or how you're responding or whatever self-awareness looks like for you so anyway there's a whole lot of jesus in this podcast so you know fair warning get get just get your mind right <laughs> all right i hope you guys enjoyed the episode let me know what you think don't forget to comment like and subscribe <laughs>
no, I'm, I'm going to be the same. <laughs> I'm going to be the same, but I do want to improve in different areas. And one of the areas that I do and that I have noticed, and we kind of touched on it, but I just want to expand. It's We're riding solo. It's just me. You guys, you just gave me this episode, but it's on the topic of control. And Imani mentioned it in that episode, but we are really in no control of our lives, of the outcomes of our lives. If you listen to the episode, she talks about how like our life plan is already written. If this look, this is a pro Jesus um, podcast. So this and this episode is about to be a whole lot of Jesus <laughs> because I feel like that in the 2021 year, control is something that not like maybe consciously I was like desiring to have sometimes absolutely but other times it wasn't like oh my gosh I just wish I could be in control of this situation but internally I was definitely having major anxiety and the truth of the matter is the only person who's in control is God like that is it so worrying about things is kind of pointless because it's already done for us and I started reflecting on this year and Loki, a lot of stuff happened this year. So COVID is still a thing. COVID is still going on, but I took part one of my boards this year, a traumatic experience, but it's over. Shout out to God for pulling your girl through. But we took step one this year. I started rotations this year. I started doing the part of medicine that when you first get in med school, that's what, at least that's what I thought it was going to be like. And it's really not really studying all day, every day in the books. I was like, oh my gosh, I went through so much this year. And I just, now I, I feel like I have reflected enough. I have talked to Jesus enough. I've got, I've gotten so close to God. I still have a long way to go. But God and I are so much closer as a result of this year than we were so much closer now in December of 2021 than we were in January 2021. And I don't know, just the past couple of weeks and the past couple of months, low-key my past few exams, I have just really come to the realization that I have to let go of this idea of control. Because even in the best situations, when you feel like you know the outcome, you know how it's about to go down, you know all the steps from A to Z, and you're just waiting on the final product, like we're still not in control. And I feel like on that episode with Imani and Booker, we were talking about anxiety and how, (laughs) you know, we've never had this level of anxiety in our lives ever And I think about how much of my anxiety is because I want to be in control of something that it's just impossible to be in control over. And I'm not going to lie to y'all, probably about 90% of the anxiety I have is over things that I cannot control. Like, who is going to be my new attending? What's my new rotation going to be like? How am I going to interact with these patients? Like, what is my day going to be like? All these things that are totally unknown to literally anybody until we get there, I stress about. And for what? Like, what does, I'm pretty sure there's like a scripture, like, 
like does worrying add one one more hour or one more day to your life and it's like no so like what the heck are you doing and as I'm as I'm talking about this I'm looking up and I literally see shout out to my girl Eden she brought me this gift when I first started school and it's Philippians four and six it's a like a little block of a verse and it says do not be anxious about anything but in every situation by prayer and and petition with thanksgiving present your request to god i.e girl stop worrying which is so much easier said than done but in 2021 I am telling, I'm putting it on the air. I'm putting it out there for people to hold me accountable. That's not in 2020, in 2022. In 2022, so in just a few more weeks when we're in, no, what the heck? Okay, I'm getting myself confused. In January, January 1st, 2022, low key now, but also next year for sure. One of the things that I am vowing that I am making a, promise of a commitment to myself is letting go of control and to stop worrying. And I mean this in really all facets, facets of my life. If we're just talking about school, so one of the most stressful things about medical school is that <laughs> just because you get in medical school, like that's not the end of your journey because you have to match into residency. And so as difficult as medical school is this idea that you can just get out and go make your money like you can do in other professional schools whether it be dentistry whether it be farm school whether it be law school you can do your little four years or less and get out and make money like residency is is optional but for medicine uh-uh and not, nothing is optional you have to do residency or else you're not going to be able to practice and so there's all this stress and this pressure and this oh it can just be so consuming anxiety of like if I don't do well I will not match and I would have paid half a million dollars in tuition shout out thank god if that's not my testimony but half a million dollars in tuition and then to not match and I won't have a job and my life has been, and I just wasted all this blah, blah. Like the, it could just go on and on and on. It's like, I, I'm just refusing to worry about any of that. Like I'm putting my foot down. I'm drawing the line in the sand. Enough is enough for me. So I, I'm just not going to let my worry overtake me because at the end of the day, wherever I match, wherever I end up, this is just, this is just my example for school that's where God wants me. That's where God wants me. That's where he needs me. That's some, wherever city I end up, if I don't stay in Houston, I have purpose there. I'm going to make an impact there. And people are going to impact me who are already there. It's all set out. It reminds me of Jeremiah 29 and 11, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Like he already has the plans for me. All I have to do is show up and be willing to submit and being and be a willing vessel. And this thought has even made me look at failures differently. I started kind of analyzing failures when I didn't get into medical school on my first try. So I was a re-applicant. I got denied to every single school I applied to the first time. I did awful. I mean, awful. (laughs) 
it I mean it's funny now but it was so heartbreaking <laughs> it was so heartbreaking and just more not morally uh I, don't, I can't think of the word I was just so I was down bad y'all I was out I just felt like a complete failure I felt like I lost my purpose I felt like I didn't know my purpose I'm like god if all you if you put it to if you put being a physician on my heart all this years, like, why would you let me fail like this? Like, did I miss something? Like, what, where, where you at, bro? Because I don't feel you. I don't see you. Like, what's, what's going on? But that was kind of the beginning of me kind of looking at failure differently. Obviously, your girl bounced back. I'm in school. But then we think about, like, exams or a lot of time you a lot of time when you think of, well, for myself, when I think of failures, I just think school-wise, because like, okay, like you, you see the F, like you, you see the score, you see the failing grade, right? But failure, as we get older, kind of manifests in different ways, like failure in a friendship, or failure in a like romantic relationship, or now, you know, I'm getting older, but also my siblings are getting older, and it's like, wow, like, am I, am I a good big sister? Like, am I average? Uh, <laughs> you know, you just start analyzing different facets of your life. And I'm like, oh, I really don't want to fail in, you know, these other areas. And it just, it just makes me think like, it makes me think of the scripture, all things work together for those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. I don't remember that scripture that was, and I don't remember if I said it correctly, but that is what came to my mind because just because you have failed at one thing, whatever that one thing may be, whether it's a test, whether it's, whether it's like in, like in a life situation, whether it be like a friendship that is, you feel like is down the drain or that you feel like you didn't handle correctly, a conversation at work that you feel like you didn't do so well, a presentation, a, what we're, a friendship, a relationship, whatever. If it has failed, that does not mean that you are a failure. In fact, if we really look at it, if we really look at it, it's, it's just an ex, it's just something that God wants to use to help you get to your winning season, to your victorious mark. But if we if we just stop and dwell in the failure that God like He never means for us to just to just fail, like to fail and to sit in it that's that's not it because you know he says like the victory the race has already the the race has already been won the victory is ours so it makes uh, it makes me think of the scripture yay though we walk through the valley of death what catches what well I'm not, I was really about to say what catches me about that but that's a lie because <laughs> I watched this sermon on YouTube or this clip on YouTube and this guy was talking about heaven and he broke it down and he was like that scripture is so powerful because it's like, yea, though I walk through the valley of death. So it's not, bro, you're not stopping in the valley of death. You're not, like, you're not even making a pit stop. You're walking. You're not paused. You're not sitting down. You're not, like, in a corner crying, not moving. Yea, though I walk, which means you have got to go 
through it, which means you're never supposed to sit in it. But if you stop in what you think is a failure, if you're like, this relationship has broken me, I do not think I will ever love again. And therefore you harden your heart and you're not, you don't make yourself open to anybody or anything else that can love you. You are stopping in the valley of death. Like you are stopping, you are stuck. And that's never what, that's not what God wants for us. And so it makes me think, okay, even if in a certain situation, whatever, I quote unquote fail, like what, what am I supposed to get out of it that is purposeful, that I can use for myself, that I can, all right, when I don't know how I'm going to make it out, I got to, I got to talk to Jesus real quick to figure out all the specifics. <laughs> but when I do make it out, how, God, how am I supposed to use this? How am I supposed to use what I learned in this sucky time because let's be real failing sucks it is not a mental or or morale boost like that is a it is an awful feeling that I wish for none of us to experience but the truth is we're all going to fail at some point at something probably multiple times my goal is not to fail the same thing over and over again but maybe fail some a little different you know so we're not learning the same mistakes but that's here nor there (laughs) But if we can figure out how I'm supposed to use this failure to help somebody else or to help me maybe in the next season or to help me in the next quarter, then it wasn't for nothing. Then I gained something out of it. It's like, and this is, this is hard. And I know it's hard because I struggle to do it. It's like when you're in the battle, when you're in your quote unquote valley of death, if that's too extreme, I don't know, just think of a bad time. Like your perspective is so important. Your perspective and your mindset is so important. And the verse, um, oh, I do not, I do not know this verse. Do not judge me, but it's like set your mind on things above. And I think that's so I think that's so important because if you set your mind on what you, on what your circumstances look like, on what your bird's eye view can can get you, heck yeah, it's gonna look like you, <laughs> you might be stuck. <laughs> Some yo life is life is a bad boy. That mug can come at you from nowhere. It can blindside you, it can knock you smooth out and and if all you're looking at and if all your hope is in what you see around you and what what can you conjure up sometimes life comes at you so fast like Amani was saying like (laughs) like she's uh, she's ready to bat right she's (laughs) that girl's funny she's in the batter's box she's ready to swing and before she knows it like the ball is past her the homegirl didn't even know the ball came she's still in her stance you know quads all tight ready ready to lock and load and she's already got a strike and she doesn't even know it that's how fast life can come at you it can hit you and can just knock you out but if all you're looking at is the fact that yo that pitch just that pitch just played the heck out of me if that's all your mind is on you'll forget that you need to get ready for the next pitch because the pitcher's coming, because you didn't strike out. And even if you struck out, baby, you got, an, you got another round. Like, 
the game is not over, right? Like you gotta before before the ninth inning is back. Like you will bat again. So I hope you're ready, and I hope you analyze what struck you out the first time. And the thing about God is, He knows our end from the beginning, right? So if we can put our perspective on God, what, how, how is, how does this play out for you? Not for me. Like, all right, I'm in this dark, scary, all these little creepy wood-like noises. I'm from Houston, Texas. I'm from the burbs of Houston, Texas. I don't do the woods. I don't know. I don't do the woods. I don't do the snakes. I, I don't eat squirrels. I'm sorry. But all these noises, but I'm going to set, I'm scared as heck. Like, honestly, I could probably pee myself. <laughs> but I'm going to set my eyes on things above. I'm going to remember your scriptures that you said about me, that I'm the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. I'm going to sit in, well, we're walking in the valley of death. We're walking. But I'm going to walk because I can't stay here because it's way too creepy for me. I cannot stay here. I'm going to walk and I'm going to remind myself of things, not that you said about me, not that, sorry, not that I said about myself. I didn't say I was a head and not the tail because right now I feel like the guy done tail. But what you said, you said I'm the hail and head and not the tail. You said I am more than a conqueror. You said I can do all things. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So God, I, I need some, I need you to sprinkle down some Jesus. I need some sprinkle of some holy water because I cannot make it out here by myself. But when we, when our mind or when our perspective is on you, it doesn't matter. The, the what doesn't matter as much because no matter what I'm going through, you have already figured it out. And I just think, now that's where I am right now. I'm just like, all right. <laughs> I just don't have, I was telling my friend earlier, it's like, I just don't have the extra emotional or mental capacity to focus on things that are so beyond my control. Like the things that I feel like are in my control are suspect. <laughs> if I'm being honest, are suspect most of the time. So just to go a step further and to start worrying and be anxious and feel down and out when I'm not even down and out, I'm just being mad dramatic. It's just too much for me. Like I, like Sid was saying, she's <laughs> like the bank, the tear bank is empty. They're out. We've cried them all and there is no restock. Okay, we are in a supply shortage. There is no restock of the tears. We are out of them. And that's kind of how I feel, especially the tears over what I now, in my more mature state, my tears of silly things are done. Not that I won't have a breakdown because let me tell y'all, I'm, I'm good for, I am good for a random breakdown in the middle of nowhere. I, I'm good for that. But for silly things that it's just like Ryan what why are you stressing about this I'm I'm done with that and I January 2022 low-key now but the official start date January 1st 2022 I, re I let go <laughs> I let go of all worry I let go of trying to be in control 
I let go of wanting everything to work out and be perfect as long as I know that I'm in the will of God and that God is pleased with the work that I am doing, I am content. I am content. And I just feel, even as I say that, I feel a peace come over me because this year I have cried and I have worried about so much stuff. And to just say, I surrender everything. I let go of everything. God, you are in control. You are the cat. You, dang, what was that thing on Instagram that was, oh, driving the boat. God, you, <laughs> you are driving the boat. You got it. You got it. I step back. Clearly, I'm going to wreck us. I'm going to wreck us. So I'm just going to step back and you got it. And that's, that's where I am. I just wanted to get on here and to share that and to say that I, I really want you guys to, <laughs> to do the same. I want us to, I want my friends and I to get together, you know what, and say, yo, we let go of control. And when we gave God full control, full authority to direct and to guide our lives, we took off. We took off. So I'm giving God all the glory now. You can give him, uh, I'm trying to finish, but the song just came into my head. It's by Cece Williams. And uh, I don't remember it, but in the middle of the song, she was like, you don't have to wait till the battle's over. You can shout now. It's like, you know, like we already won. We already won. And your loss is, is really not a loss. It's setting you up to be able to get your victory. And if we think about it like that, we can give God glory and we can say thank you and we can praise him in advance because we're not out. Like we, okay, this might've took this one thing, whatever your thing is, might've took you out, might've knocked you down, but it hasn't taken you out because no one can take you out but God. And God is on our side. He ain't even trying to take us out. So if we can, uh, I just feel like if we can remember that, if you can go and share that with somebody who you know is stressed about something, is worrying about something, just tell, just tell them that like it's already won. And while you're sitting here crying, you might as well just sit here and say, thank you, God, for, for not letting me stay here, for not letting me stay where I'm at, because I'm going to in the next week, in the next day, in the next year, in the next five years, I'm going to look back and say, holy cow, that was crazy that we were that, that we felt that far out and we really weren't. So you don't have to wait till your battle, whatever your battle is, is over. Like you can, you can shout now. You can say, thank you, God. Now you can say, thank you for not letting me stay here. And just remember that, yay, though I walk through the valley of death, walk, which means you can't sit there you cannot sit there. God does not promise to get you through the valley of death if you stand there, if you sit. No, yea, though I walk through, which means we're going through, which means we ain't supposed to stay here. No one's trying to stay in the creepy valley of death. Heck no, get out. Get out. Get whatever help you need to allow yourself. Go talk to Jesus. Go surrender to Jesus so that you can get out of your valley of death. All right. 
I love you guys. I hope happy holidays. I'm just is going to be released so far. Christmas is going to be long gone <laughs> by the time you guys hear this. But wherever you are, I hope you have a great day. I hope. I hope you're happy. I hope you have a great day. I hope you're happy. I hope you're flourishing. I hope you're not just surviving, but also thriving. But hey, if you just survive, baby, that is okay too. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Balance Grind family. I love you guys. Talk to you soon. Catch you next week.